So what is fascinate assessment? And is and what is your fascinate assessment? Let's find out. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is the Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Hey, Giant Builders. Welcome. Today's guest is Lori Platt. How are you, Lori? Well, don't tell us how you are. (laughs) I I am good, all things considered, (laughs) Lois. Yes, battling the old C-19 right now, but I am upright and ready to to talk to you. I am so proud of you to be here in front of me with being sick and all of that. I mean, it's the the power of a woman. <laughs> I'd like to think so. That either that or I'm just crazy. But um, I, I love talk, I love talking about what I do, and and I'm grateful to be able to be here with you and and your giant builders community. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So you are with Fascinate Assessment. So how did you and Fascinate Assessment find each other? Well. So I've been employed, self-employed for 20 years, um, been in the marketing branding arena and just, you know, have found that like every two years, my business really needs to evolve because technology changes, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just see what's working, what's not. And so I first came across the How to Fascinate assessment um, in 2020, I'm sorry, 2019, 2019. And I took the assessment. Someone sent me a link and I came up as a trendsetter, as you can see in my little, my little call out there, trendsetter. And I sat there and I went, you have got to be kidding me. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I was totally not embracing the 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 archetype name. I'm like, you know, to me, a trendsetter was or is Kim Kardashian or, you know, somebody else, but not like me, trendsetter. Are you kidding me? So I kept coming back to the report and rereading it. And, you know, this archetype comes from uh, it's built out of seven advantages. So the the assessment uh, takes you through a series of questions. Takes like less than five minutes to take the t- the assessment, and it uses the answers to those questions to help identify the advantages that you use when you show up as your fullest potential as your best self. It's how the world sees you versus a lot of these other assessments out there are psychology based. This is brand based, branding based. So as I worked through my own report, trendsetter is innovation. So it's the ability to change the game with Um, with creativity and prestige, which is all about excellence and elevating standards. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can wrap myself around this in terms of the advantages, but this term, the trendsetter, I don't know. So as I dug deeper, what I came to find is, you know, um, 
trendsetters take risks and they challenge the status quo and they push the envelope on things, but they back it up with, you know, really high expectations and, and high quality work. And I'm like, okay, I can get it. I can get behind this now. Cause I do that. I've, I take risks. I, you know, everybody's going this way and I'm the one that says, you know what, I think I'm going to go over here and I, and I go and do that. So, so it did, I realized it did, it did really illustrate how I show up in my best. And as I started to embrace it more, it, I saw it begin to really impact my work and my business more. So uh, then in, in 2020, I decided that I was going to get certified. So by certain, through the certification process, it's a bit of an intensive, we, you know, we really learn the ins and outs of the assessment, how to read the reports, how to apply what we see in the report, you know, out to our, our colleagues, you know, our clients. And then really, um, I saw this really great potential to make this part of the branding work that I did to be able to um, really dive in and help someone understand who they are, how the world sees them and make sure that they're building their, their brand and their messaging around that so that it really resonates and it, and it feels sustainable. Cause I think that's where a lot of people get in trouble with their marketing and their brand is one, they try and be everything to everyone. And then they, they get burned out trying to do the social media or do the blogging or the, or the, you know, posting, writing, what have you. And it gets diluted. You know, the brands get diluted. So how is this different than other tests like the Myers-Briggs or things of that nature? Yeah. So Myers-Briggs, DISC, um, Strength Finders, uh, 360, that's, they are, psychology based as i i noted before so it's really about they help you evaluate how you perceive your environment and how you work in it where fascinate really does even though you are taking the test it really does formulate how you show up how others perceive you so it's asking you questions about things that you've heard from people, you know, and feedback that you've gotten. So that's where it's different from those other tests. So do the results of this test help me change something, just makes me aware of something? What do I do with that information? Yeah, so so it's, it's definitely a self-awareness first and foremost, because when you, when you start to see how you scored with these seven advantages. We have all seven. It's just that we have two, our primary and our secondary. That That's what makes up the archetype. And you, you Lois, took the assessment and okay. you came out the archer. So we're going to talk about that. Okay. So your, excuse me, your primary of mystique so that's the language of listening. And 
alert as your secondary, that's the language of details, all comes together to create that that archer, just like mine, trendsetter is language of creativity with innovation and the language of excellence with prestige. So those come together. So there's a chart, literally there's um, technically, it looks like 49, seven by seven, but there's, we'll talk about this. There's a, there's a diagonal through the chart that doesn't count. It's not a, it's not an archetype that you would get, but we'll talk about that. That's double trouble. Um, But it, it's, it is self-awareness. The other thing is that it, it helps you realize that you don't have to change who you are. You just need to become more of who you are. And when you step into that, then you really are delivering the best value to the people around you, be it clients, coworkers, um, even your family. Um, for Christmas this year, I'm actually giving um, an assessment to my to my direct immediate family, because um, I think it'll be fun to to see how everyone scores and who you know what archetypes are at play. And then there's a when we work with teams, there's actually a tool called a heat map that you can place everyone's archetype on this heat map, and it gives you an overall view of a a unit of a functioning unit and how they relate to each other. Because at the end of the day, this is, this is so powerful because it's all about communication. And when we understand how we best communicate our ideas and our skill sets and those around us understand as well, it just opens communication silos that, you know, before we're preventing teams or, you know, colleagues or even family members from communicating effectively. So is this something that's good to have, like, say you're going to hire an employee? Is this something good to like have them take to understand them or even to find out if you should hire them? I mean, are there archetypes that work better together? Yeah. So there certainly are correlations, like balances between the archetypes. So I'll give you an example. Um, a lot of times startups are have a, have a lot of the innovation, the passion, um, this, you know, sort of this upper quadrant that is very sort of emotional and idea driven, which is great. But we all know that a lot of startups fail. Mm -hmm. And that's because they often lack the people who are in mystique, in alert, in trust, that are a bit more grounded and analytical. So it is really helpful to understand, like, where's the team at? And if we're looking to hire someone wow, what do we want? Well, we're really heavy in, in this area. We could, we want to write our ad our or our job description to find someone who's more, you know, in this quadrant with the stability, the detail, the ability to listen, to help counter us who are over here freewheeling ideas 24 seven and need that anchor uh, to be able to, you know, keep us on track. So yes, it can be a really handy tool for hiring. 
Okay, so my report said I am an archer. Tell me what that means. So you use mystique and alert in, in, in this is how you show up in your best self and in, in how you deliver at your highest value. So one of the things that that you can do with this if you you know you so you get you get a physical report. Um, so this is Lois's you get a physical report. There's some great uh, video that really help explain the archetypes and how you how you deliver a value and and just kind of the the mindset around having this having these top uh, these two advantages as your top two. So you this is about focused communication um, that finds accurate solutions to complex problems. So does that sound like you, Lois? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so some of the, some of the adjectives, you know, each archetype, or I should say each, oh yeah. Um, the archer's top five adjectives are on target, reasoned, pragmatic, sharp and under the radar. So it's this, like, you don't rest until you've completed a task. You are very aware of the details and you, you know, often in, um, you know, in a, in a meeting, um, you are probably the quiet one in the room who's processing all that's going on. You won't be the first one to speak up because you want time to digest what's going on. Am I on target? But this... You are so on target. This is scary. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yes. Um, and and so one of the one of the um one of the challenges in like a in like a team environment when you have mystique archetypes, a lot of times they're viewed as being disinterested. Yeah. Because they are quiet and they are trying to simply assess, digest the information. And then they'll, they're the ones that come back an hour later, a day later and say, so I was thinking about this and here are my ideas. Um, they just need time because they really are really attuned to listening and, and processing. Um, and that's then how they best formulate how they want to take their next steps. And then you tie that in with alert as your secondary and you're all about the details, um, making, making sure bad things don't happen. You know, that things are, things are kept on, on target, on schedule, on budget. And that's just, you know, those two together, make you the arch archer and that you have this uh, distinct focused for getting things done. No. Does it, does it also accommodate that I always have really, really long to-do lists? <laughs> <laughs> it, it may, it may. You're, just, you're, you're extremely thorough. We, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting because I think when, you know, as we, when we start to realize maybe some of the things that we looked at as, as quirks or um, I don't know uh, what's another word for it. Quirks or just perceptions of how we show up. 
mm-hmm. uh, when we start to embrace them, I think it's then that we can really say, wow, if I, if I really focus on showing up in this way and, and taking my messaging this way, weaving it into my LinkedIn profile, mm-hmm. I am going to be the truest version of myself and that's going to come across. So I had a, uh, a little side note. I had a, a coach that I was working with. He wonderful, wonderful guy uh, was a CEO um, of a family business and came in kind of in was brought in at the last minute as CEO to help pivot the company. And it was too late. Mm -hmm. And he had to, he had to make the tough calls to actually close the business. They declared bankruptcy. It was, it was heartbreaking. And he spent four years trying to get beyond that. And when I met up with him, he was just getting his coaching business started because he said, he said to me, it was so poignant. He said, Lori, I, I want to be the coach in my 50, you know, in my fifties that I wish I had had, um, going through this. And so now I working with him, we had, he's an anchor. So he's actually, um, Oh, where is he? He's actually trust and mystique. So he has this, he is, he has the stability about him. He's very grounded and he has a great ability to listen. And we took that and really wove it into his business messaging because he was kind of talking to anybody and it working through this really helped him realize I can talk you know, the people that I can talk to best are people who are trying to prepare for their fourth quarter. They're business owners that want to move from success to significance. And since doing that, his business has just like catapulted. He's, he's launched an executive coaching program. And I'm really lucky that he's blessed that he's come back to me. It's like, Lori, we got to do fascinate with my clients. So, I mean, that's, that is really the, the power of it that to be able to, to take this into your brand really helps to make the pieces fit together. So there's a third, so there's a third component to this um, and a bit of a, an exercise that you can do is your third advantage with you, which yours is innovation. So that's your third highest. If you look on page uh, 12 of your report, you get an analytic and it shows you how you scored in, in each of the seven advantages. Again, we have all seven, but your top two are where you're going to function in your wellspring. So it's, it's, easy. It's work you like to do. It's, it's invigorating and you feel your best doing it. When we get into what is our dormant, which for you was trust, I believe. Am I right? Let me just check here. I don't remember. What, so what do you mean by dormant? I'm sorry, prestige. Prestige was your, was your dormant. So, so dormant does not mean devoid. 
It doesn't mean that you don't have it. Mm -hmm. It just means that if you have to function in prestige, uh, in that prestige mold for too long, it is exhausting to you. It's like quicksand. So that can look like, um, you know, if you're asked to, you know, like be in the limelight for any length of time, it yeah. feels, it feels awkward to you. Um, you, you probably don't take accolades all that well. You just kind of like, oh, okay, thanks, you know, yeah. and, and kind of put it to the side. It's, it's not like the prestige component isn't where, isn't a wellspring for you. So, but it can be your wild card when you're in double trouble. So double trouble is that diagonal that I told you about. So on, on the, uh, on the chart, and I'll just show this to your audience quick. So on your, there is, this is what the grid looks like. And this is part of your report. So the diagonal from top left to bottom right is double trouble. So that's where innovation meets innovation, passion meets passion. This is where, when we get overwhelmed, we get into double trouble. So I will start with me. So innovation is my, is my primary archetype and that double trouble is called the anarchy. So it's, it's startling, it's chaotic, it's volatile. So, yeah. So what happens is, you know, and I find that this shows up in my work, this double trouble shows up in my work and it's like, you don't like that idea? Fine. I'll throw 10 more at you. Okay. <laughs> fine. I'll write 10 blogs instead of just one. Right. I just like, I create a vomit at the wall and instead of being, you know, very succinct and standing by my decision. Um, on the flip side, my secondary, you can experience double trouble in that too. And I see that at home. So prestige is my secondary. And that is when you get into double trouble, that is the imperial. So it's, it's arrogant, cold, and superior. So I'll tell you what, let my husband challenge me on something that I know is right but he can't see it yet. And I totally shut down. Like, that's it. Okay, fine. You figure it out. Let me know. I'm out of here. You know, so it's just, it's funny to me as I've, you know, as I've learned what these insights are, how they really do show up. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so now for you, um, your mess, your mystique is the deadbolt. So if you're in double trouble, you're overwhelmed feeling, you know, just need, need that, need that space, but it's like, everything's right here. You're, you get unemotional, introverted, mm. and you like double down on your concentration. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then on the flip side of that, the, the, um, the alert is the control freak. So this is like compulsive, driven exacting like and again this is when we get stressed this is what this is what happens when these otherwise positive advantages kind of get multiplied out of control so the best thing to do is to actually counter it with your dormant 
So for me, my dormant is, uh, is power. So it's, it's interesting. It doesn't, so power is all about being decisive and really confident and leading with conviction. So for me, what I need to do is when that chaos hits or the Imperial, you know, the, the, uh, um, oh, like the, just the, the need to shut down shows up. I need to make a decision. I need to do a brain dump and like, okay, what's my best path out of this? I just need to make a decision on how to get out of it, on how to move forward. And now for you with prestige, you may look at this and and you're, you're in double trouble and you may, you just need to say, you know what? Um, I need to take a stand for this. Uh, it may only, you know, it might be a blog, it might be a post, um, but I just need to be heard about this thing. And then I can, like, I just need to, un, you know, kind of um, unbreak or unbreak. I just need to break this cycle mm-hmm. of what's going on around me by speaking up and being recognized for having, um, you know, a, a contribution to make or an idea to share and and not be silent so you know it's we can use that dormant advantage to our benefit when things are not you know uh, operating as as we'd like oh wow there's so much there <laughs> <laughs> well good good i'm glad i'm glad that you know that that you're you're seeing what you know what this can mean when when you, um, you know, either as a, you know, a coach consultant, you know, who's, who's looking to really hone in on their messaging or as a team where, my gosh, you know, we've, we've got silos, we're not communicating like we should be. And how do we, how do we break down the walls? I mean, it's a great team building exercise. Um, and as you, you know, as, as we talked about before, as you mentioned, you know, it can be a hiring tool to understand who do we need and write your description in that fashion. And then when you have a, you know, you have this team map and you're adding new people to it, you can see where they're fitting in. Yeah. It's really helpful. Oh, that sounds like a great strategy as far as just dependent based on how big you want your team to be that you would definitely want to expand on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) All right. So just speak up now and you know what? It's funny. You're so you're wearing, you're wearing purple and that's kind of, that's the color for, uh, for prestige. (laughs) I'm going to encourage you to step into your prestige for a moment. Um, uh, and just, uh, I think, you know, share, just share what you think you're going to do with this information next. Well, I think that I'm going to print out my sheet and really study it over and look where I could focus more on my strengths. Um, you know what, and maybe look at it away as to how I really should be reflecting myself. Um, you know, maybe it, it changes 
how I'm going to post on social media, or maybe it's going to change how I take my next step for my business. So I think that's really a good outlet to, as you stated, um, work within who I am. Yeah, absolutely. Cause that's, that is, that is where we're going to find the most fulfillment mm -hmm. and be able to sustain it over time. Yeah. Well, any closing thoughts? Well, uh, I did provide a a link that'll that'll be um, part of this post yeah, on your. It'll be below, Giant Builders. Uh, on the on the podcast, so that is a special that I give with podcasts, so you can sign up and take the assessment, and then you get an hour with me as we dive into it and and you know, take that report apart and see how it plays into um, your career and your business. So um, I hope your listeners will take advantage of that. I love, I love being able to help people figure out how they fascinate and uh, you know, it's such a powerful tool. Oh, it's, it is amazing. It really is amazing how, how just answering a few questions can say so much about yourself. <laughs> Yes, it's true. It's a little shocking, but it is it is so worth it. And I again, I'm I'm really grateful that uh, we connected, Lois, and, yeah. and I had a chance to talk to your community about it. All right, Giant Builders, make sure you fascinate. Click the link below. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been the Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.